Well, in today's show, we have got news about the world of Disney. Grand re 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 reopening. I think it's a five, right? It's been a while. Tony, not this Tony, other Tony's most merriest town square party. Mickey and Minnie get brand new birthday costumes. Mickey gets jiggy. Mickey gets jiggy. Uh, We've got trivia and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. Well, hello, everybody. The green screen does not like that shirt. It doesn't? Is it freaking out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it's as good as I can get it. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the Disney Parks Podcast. So glad to be back. I missed last week. I had a, a family uh, funeral that I went to. Funeral. A funeral. We did have a great time. We <laughs> celebrated my grandfather's life. It was awesome. Uh, Raphael stepped in. Thank you so much to Raph. He did a great job. Uh, thanks, Tony, for doing extra legwork. Not only that, you also had to do the event by yourself. I I screwed you over horribly last time. <laughs> I I apologize, my friend. Uh, so anyway, I'm back in the saddle. So glad to be here. Uh, what Disney stuff did you do this past weekend? Keep it short. <laughs> uh, let's see. This, well, this not this, the the weekend. That Previous you were gone. weekend was the meetup. Yeah. Which you should have already talked about that. Did you talk no, about that? No, we didn't talk about it. Really. You didn't talk about the meetup? We didn't. We didn't. So Thursday was uh, uh, a demo at, uh, oh God, if I talk today. Epcot? Epcot. Food and wine. Fabrizio. Right, with Fabrizio. Then Friday was lunch with a legend. That was Ron Logan. We spoke about uh, Ron on the Patreon show. Right. Uh, then Saturday was the meetup with Jim Corcus celebrating Mickey's birthday. We did. Had a, a like 18, 20 people there, I think. I it looked go good picture. Count, count some heads. Uh, I'm just excited you got a picture. Yeah, got a picture. Very proud of you. Got a picture. Uh, did some trivia. Uh, we had lunch. Jim spoke. It was a lot of fun. And then Sunday, I did some. Sunday went to dinner with Jen and Donna. Uh, at? At Ravello. There you go. Because uh, that's where you take. That's what that's you do. That's where, where I take people. That's what you do. <laughs> for dinner. Uh, and uh, this past weekend, uh, Saturday, I was just hanging out at Disney Springs at the new reimagined world of Disney, nice. where they've made it less Disney and more world. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. But I will tell you, John. Mm, tell me. They have upped their stitch game. 
I know, right? You sent me a picture. They got an entire area Stick for session. Stitch. Yeah. You know why? Why? New movie coming out in a couple of years. Uh, uh, they've got the Elf in the Shelf. The yeah, that's right. Machine. they got the Elf in the Shelf version yep. of Stitch. We're going to talk about that. The Stitch in the Ditch. Yeah. Uh, and then they got like the whole Stitch little collectible thing, which we will be owning in the next 48, <laughs> 72 hours. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it looks like there's a lot of great stuff there. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm glad that Stitch is making a comeback. Yeah. For a movie that yeah. really didn't do well, yeah, I mean that's tantamount to like, hey, let's do some, you know, Black Cauldron stuff. They have also a bunch of Stitch T-shirts, yeah, too. Yeah, they're, and I think the Disney stores are now uh, cranking up the size a little bit too. Plus, Jesus, they're going to the extended. I think up to like five X now on some <sighs> shirts. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's great because yeah. they stopped at three X and. Unfortunately, I'm not a 3X. Mm -hmm. Well, our friend Panda was telling me that they're, they're up to fives now on some of the shirts. Good. Amen. I, I, obviously, they'll be hard to find, but... You know, I don't care. I'll ask. On you got this quest. on a fiver? Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. It'll be, it's actually probably a, a four. But <laughs> just stretch it out. Just stretch it out. It'll be fun. Uh, this past weekend, I did uh, nothing Disney. I was working uh, a little side hustle over in Tampa. <laughs> So Side I did, hustle. Did nothing Disney, and then uh, yeah. we did our we did a we went to downtown Orlando, you and I, and Park Opera Sid and some uh, Disney friends. We yeah. we were all Disney people at we, a non Disney at place. a non Disney place <laughs> for brunch. Had a great time. We went to the Stubborn Mule. Mm -hmm. uh, if you get a chance, uh, listen to our other show. The uh, it's called Orlando Like a Local podcast. You can go to OrlandoLikeALocal dot com. See what I did there? Mm -hmm. Cross-pollinating. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can check out our review of that. Plus, you can find out some really cool places in the Orlando area for brunch. Yes, we mentioned Ravello. Yes, we mentioned Plancha. But those were not what we talked about. We talked That's about right. uh, six other places. So, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't do anything Disney. But uh, when I was up in Ohio, my mom has uh, – we took a bunch of Donald Duck stuff because she's a big Donald fan. Ooh. And and she, she was so proud to show off her – Donald Duck room she, to my wife. Was she quackers about it? She's quacked up for Donald. She was so <laughs> proud of her Donald Duck stuff. She's showing my wife. She's like, hey, we got this, we got this, we got this. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't remember, but one time we were sitting around and Robin, uh, Robin and Robin, Robin oh, yeah. had taken a napkin and mm. drew, drew, a, drew, drew a Donald. Right. And we kept it and we, we wanted to get her a little frame and give it to her. So mm. we gave her that and we gave her a bunch of stuff. So it was good. good. It's a good haul for my mom. Yeah. It's a long trip for us, but it was a good haul for her. Right. Uh, all right. So if you don't have anything else, I got nothing. It's time for us to get into <gasps> the, the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right. The world of Disney reopens in grand style in the downtown Disney district in Disneyland Resort. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Haven't we opened ours here yet? Yeah. But did they we do didn't it? talk about it. Sons of guns. Sprinkled with pixie dust, magical moments, and eye-catching collections in the world of Disney Store, it's officially open in the downtown Disney District at the Disneyland Resort. Its sister store at Disney Springs and Walt Disney World celebrates its grand opening on October 7th, 27th. That was, what, two days ago? So mm -hmm. that was Saturday. The reimagined world of Disney makes shopping so much easier and maybe a little bit more fun. Uh, the transformation begins 
with the store's exterior, which features new marquees and magical window displays. Inside, guests discover an open atmosphere with uniquely themed areas. Mm-hmm. Inspiration comes from Walt Disney Animation Studios and Legend Animators, with sketches, artwork, and posters jumping to life. Let's not forget the shopping. How could you? It's a store. A huge store. Thank you, Donald Trump. It's huge. huge. Which includes all the, quote, must-have Disney merchandise collections. Now, the grand redesign of Walt Disney World of Disney is just one of the many exciting new experiences as part of the promenade-wide part of the promenade wide transformation of the downtown Disney district. Other openings include salt and straw scoop shop. Mm. I saw our good friend, um, uh, wisdom of Walt author. Oh, Jeff Barnes. Yeah. He was there showing off his stuff. Uh, the newly renovated upper level of Naples restaurante E bar and the upcoming debut of ballast point brewery and black tap craft burgers and shakes. So, yeah, downtown Disney District's got their World of Disney back. We've got our World of Disney store back. Mm. So, back up and running. Yeah. So, here's a couple of things I noticed at our, the Disney World version in Florida. Um, there were things that happened behind the cash register. So, there's the cash register area. You know, they have all these central cash register areas now. Mm-hmm. And there's things that happen on the wall, you know, like animation starts coming to life. But there's there's no, like, trigger sound or effect or something to make you look up and go, oh, look at that. You just have to watch it. You have it. to keep watching the wall and waiting for something to happen. Mm. You know, if they did, like, a little pixie dust sound, like, you know, like Tinkerbell, because that's what happens. Like, it looks like pixie dust. Well, that's what happens in the New York store. Yeah. So there, there's no trigger so you, it you, just happens. Yeah, you don't pay really attention to it. Now let's move on to the uh, elephant in the room. These reusable bags. Okay. Oh my God, are we really going down this road? I'm just gonna tell you my experience. I don't even have alcohol for this conversation. I'm just gonna tell you my experience. I went to register with this shirt. Uh, one shirt. Uno el shirto. Yeah. So uh, the woman says, "Well, uh, you know, for a dollar, I can give you a reusable bag." I said. Yeah, that'd be great. But reusable implies that you want me to carry that bag back here at some point, at some future time, when I may or may not purchase something so that you can put (laughs) stuff in it. I said, no, I don't need a reusable bag. You know that's not what they mean by reusable. Well, that's what reusable means in my vocabulary, that I'm going to reuse it. Yes, but you're not going to reuse it at Disney. You're going to reuse it at home because when you come to Disney, you're going to buy – What would I do with a bag this big? You're going to buy a new reusable bag. Yeah. The the bag's only that big? Well, they have small ones, and then they have medium ones, and then they have the large bags. Oh, like 75 cent, a dollar, buck and a quarter? A dollar, two dollar, two dollar. Okay. That's what I said. A dollar for the small, uh, two for the medium, and two for uh, the large. Yeah. So I said, listen, I don't I, – I really just need a plastic bag. Okay. That was it. Put it, it in a plastic bag, and I was on my way. Well, those will run out soon, I'm sure. I'm sure at some day they're going to go, well, we have nothing else to carry it in, and I want to hear their response because it's going to get interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Enough of the world is just a story because there's other things there we can talk about, but we're not. All right. Uh, Disney has found a way to squeeze a little bit extra out of your wallet. 
for the Christmas season. <laughs> uh, have a holly jolly good time at the new Tony's most merriest town square party. Hey, what are you doing for uh, the holidays there, Tony? I'm going to be at Tony's town square. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> now you doing? Come in. That Christmas tree get, sucks. Get a little bajuta, a little <laughs> parmigiana. That's right. You, you have to go shopping now. <laughs> All right. So now during Mickey's very merry Christmas party, it's a festive and joyous experience for all guests and of all ages is now going to share with you a new way to make it even more magical at Tony's most merriest town square party. Yay. So at this new special experience, beginning at 930 PM, you can pop in and out at your leisure and indulge on savory hors d'oeuvres, including a selection of artisanal meats and cheeses, as well as Tony's famous meatballs, mini handheld tossed pizzas, Burson stuffed artichoke, and more. And if you're wanting hmm. to satisfy your sweet tooth, so be it. Then you can snack on pumpkin tartlets, the Yule logs, a cannoli. Hey, you want a Yule log? I got your Yule log. Christmas cookies and red velvet cupcakes. To go along with all these festive array dishes, raise a glass to the spirit of the season with a selection of complimentary beer, yes. wine. Yeah. What? Beer, wine, and non-alcoholic beverages while you enjoy a holiday atmosphere and views of Town Square and Main Street. And the party doesn't stop there. No, no. Nay, nay, says Disney. Wow. At 11 p.m., you will have access to a special reserved viewing area for the truly enchanted Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. It makes its way down Main Street, USA, obviously, and the festive procession, the festive procession includes dancing gingerbread men marching toy soldiers and the beloved disney characters in their holiday finery and the party continues in 12 30 a.m and even longer for mickey's very merry christmas party now tony's most merriest town square party is available for 99 dollars per person plus tax Every time there's a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas event party at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Admission to the Very Merry Christmas party is not included. So you're going to have to get a party ticket and then spend another $99 to eat at town, uh, Tony's Town Square. Okay. So here's the thing. Hold on. Let's give them the... the okay. Oh, the, yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, pass holders in DBC, there is a discount. So... Don't forget to ask for that. And you'll be able to enjoy a one-day exclusive early booking window for the DVC and the Passholders. We get a one-day booking window on October 29th, which is today, which is past. Uh, I won't even give out the number. And then reservations will begin on October 30th online or by calling 407-827-7348. Space is limited. They're not going to open us up to the masses. So these will fill up quickly. Go ahead. So when we first talked about this, I kind of poo-pooed the $99, but mm. I didn't look at the story. We're talking about all that food and alcohol. But here's the thing. If you're trying to enjoy the party, every time you want food or drink, you've got to come all the way back to the front of the park to get that food and drink. If I was Disney, I would have done it there and say like Diamond Horseshoe, right. which is never open. 
Right. Then you gave two people two places, and you can say, we have a reserved area by Diamond Horseshoe you can show up to, or an area uh, on Main Street that you can show up to. Wow. So that, that would have been me. Yeah. Uh, that's actually pretty interesting. My question would be, if you stop in for a beer, are you going to be allowed to take it out of the restaurant? That I don't know. That's a, that's an interesting question. Because there is no alcohol, walking alcohol in the right. Magic Kingdom. Right. But it's, Which means you just chug it? I guess. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. That's cool. That's good for I, I would, I would, I don't know. Fifty dollars. I might have tried it. You know, uh, I'm going in December. I would have given it a whack, but I don't know. Ninety nine dollars. It's like a whole party ticket extra. I could buy somebody else a party party ticket for ninety nine. I know, right? It's you know. it's pricey. It's and, and it's, the fact that if I'm doing something with characters or a ride or something all the way in Fantasyland, I got to come all the way to the front of the park to get a drink. The thing is, is you're spending $99 for the opportunity to on the front end of the evening or on the back end of the evening, get something to eat and drink and that prime real estate to watch the The parade. The parade. That's what the $99 goes for. Yeah. In my opinion. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Huh. All right. Let me know how it works out for you. See if I can convince my other two cohorts in crime to come. Oh, they'll probably be in for it. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Okay, hey, last week we had a trivia question, John, that you weren't here for. All right. So I'll ask you. In Disneyland Paris, how many bricks are there in Main Street, USA? Zero. No. The answer is 58,000. Oh, well, what do I know? (laughs) And they're laid out in the same uh, similar pattern uh, to New York City's uh, bricks. Okay, that's interesting. We had no winners. Nobody, nobody, nobody gave that. And I even googled it. Nobody googled it. Nobody gave it a crack. Wow, dude. All right, here's this week's trivia. You ready? Uh huh. This Tomorrowland ride was only in operation from 1961 to 1966 in Disneyland Paris. Uh, Disneyland Paris. Disneyland. Right. Yep. Uh. There's more details, but I probably shouldn't give it because you'll be able to get this pretty easy if you Google it. If you know the correct answer, and the correct answer only, <laughs> send it to DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. That's a good question. Yeah. Now, this got re-created as something else recently, which is also now gone. Yeah, I was going to say, that didn't last long either. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's late at night. I apologize, yeah. guys. Uh, Patreon page, guys. Thank you for being a Patreon. If you don't know what we're talking about, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We have a veritable slew of people who have partnered up with us, who love what we do, who want to support the show and keep the show free uh, to do all the things that we do. We bring you during the week. We bring you three shows a week. Uh, We record them all on Monday. Uh, if we have interviews, we do those on Monday. Sometimes we do them during the week, but we bring a lot of content. And the only way we can keep doing that is if you guys help us out. So go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, where we offer a lot of things like uh, exclusive ad-free show, uh, exclusive video content. We got a lot of really cool things that we do for whatever level of patronage you decide to do. Uh, and the free show that we do is on Mondays at 7 p.m. It's on Facebook. We do a 
a whole complete show. It's just for you guys. Uh, it's a private group, and we would love to have you there, just like all these cool kids. Bob, Brad, Corey, Daniel F., Daniel S., David, Dustin, Ernie, James, Jennifer, Kathy, Katie, A., Katie, G., Michael, Mike, Mike, B., Ron, Ross, Sam, Willie, Tom, Will, and other Willie. So, check us out. Patreon.com slash Disney Parks, a podcast. All right. Walt Disney World shares the first look at the new Mickey and Minnie Mouse costumes. And boy, did it set the internet a flame. Yeah. yeah, it did not. Uh, Disney theme parks around the world will soon be celebrating Mickey Mouse's 90th birthday, along with Minnie Mouse. And there are so many plans for special surprises and events. Now, uh, Disney shared uh, the first look at the celebratory duds that Mickey and Minnie will wear for the celebration. And they look pretty cool. I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disney Resort, and Disney Cruise Line. Mickey Mouse's crisp white suit will feature a shower of colorful confetti, while fashion icon Minnie Mouse will don a puff sleeve dress adorned with pom-poms and a buoyant bubble skirt for the celebration. Uh, The looks that Mickey and Minnie will be wearing to celebrate their 90th anniversary represent all of the colorful, colorful exuberance of a party and birthday party decorations complete with confetti, balloons, pom-poms, streamers, and more. These playful bursts of colors and textures are set against crisp white, meant to evoke the nostalgia feeling of frosting, crisp lines, and tissue paper. Uh, Frosting for the cake, crisp linens, I meant to say lines, crisp linens, and tissue paper. Not quite sure where the linens come in, but Mm -hmm. I guess it would be the uh, tablecloth and the tissue paper for the gifts. The new costumes uh, will be at Walt Disney Resort in the Move It, Shake It, Mouse, Dance It Street Party opening January 18th during Mickey Mouse's surprise celebration at the Magic Kingdom, uh, a limited time celebration that will include new entertainment, merchandise, and specialty food and beverage. The new costumes will be able to be seen at Hong Kong Disneyland beginning on November 18th, Shanghai Disneyland on November 18th only, Disneyland Resort beginning in January of 2019 and Disney Cruise Line in the summer of 2019. Hmm. So Disney also announced that uh, they're going to celebrate Mickey's birthday uh, the same weekend as Destination D. So I'm going to be stuck at Destination D and they're going to celebrate Mickey's birthday in the park. You, what, what, what kind of shenanigans You is made that? your choice. Apparently. You have made your choice. Good, sir. I, I think they're going to do it on Friday, too. Like, I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I may have to... 20 bucks says that's part of the plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they're supposed to do something at Destination D, I think, on Saturday night for Mickey's birthday. So we'll see. Uh, we predicted this, and now it's true. So Yay. let us say it, and it shall become true. <laughs> Free... <laughs> Free passes for a year for pass holders of a year or more. <laughs> uh, there's a new uh, vehicle entrance uh, beginning on November 8th at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, a new entrance for vehicles at Disney Hollywood Studios is getting ready to open beginning November 8th. This brand spanking shiny new auto plaza. I like the way they call them auto plazas. will change how guests arrive and access <laughs> the parking lots at the theme park. Uh, at the studios uh, is going through a, 
obviously a major reimagining to prepare for its 30th anniversary in 2019. 30 years, kids. 30 years old. I think my 25-year-old shirt needs an update. <laughs> uh, and the park's arrival experience is being transformed to make it easy. Well, they can't make it harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not possible. <laughs> they could try. <laughs> oh, I think be, they've done a good job. They would be unsuccessful. And Oh, wait. More convenient. Well, you can't make it more inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a hard thing to get in. It's a hard walk. Now. It's yeah, almost it's, a half a, a mile. It's a good walk. Yeah, they they want you to test they want your you to sneakers. Be healthy. Yeah, wants to be healthy. Yeah, and I heard they got rid of the uh, air conditioning bus. Oh snap! Uh, we knew that wasn't going to last. No long. air conditioning bus. No air conditioning yeah. gondolas. Yeah. Man, just, yeah. Disney wants you to sweat with the oldies. Right. So starting on November eighth, guests driving to Disney's Hollywood Studios will use the new entrance and exit located off of Osceola Parkway. The current main entrance off of World Drive and Osceola Parkway will be repurposed for Disney cast members only, and the satellite entrance on Buena Vista Drive will be buses only. Called it. Right? Did we say it? We, we called said it. it. Good, good us. Good on yeah. us. Uh, once the new entrance opens, drivers are advised to keep their eye out for new updated signs throughout the roadway. To make sure that you're following the right sign to the right entrance. Right. Because right now it's a little wonky how you get yeah. to the studios. Yeah. Off Osceola. Yeah. So just uh, the signs are on the side of the road. I've seen them already. So they're getting ready to set them up. Yeah. Obviously, they're not going to do it until the road's open. Right. Because I'd rather not have people driving off the end of the bridge. <laughs> that would <laughs> that, be bad. That would suck. <laughs> right. So... Uh, this will be interesting. Uh, vehicles also coming from southbound Victory Way will see a connecting road leading to the park now. So that's interesting because if you're coming off of Victor, uh, Victor, Victory Way, how would you get to the park because you can't go in Buena anymore? So they're going to connect it somehow hmm. to the ramp. We'll have to, tr I'll have to try that entrance. Who knows? That'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah. That'll be fun. All right. For all of you, all of us who are in the Tables in Wonderland, which is their dining discount card sort of in a way mm -hmm. uh they have some uh tables in wonderland events so culinary adventures with the chefs of disney disney and interactive cooking experience for tables in wonderland members only happens saturday january 19th at 6 p.m in 2019 uh saturday march 2nd 2019 at 6 and saturday march 30th at six, you can learn pro tips and tricks that kick your kitchen skills into high flambe and then feast on the fruits of your labor. Oh, so you got to cook? Dag and you have to pay them. And you have to pay them? <laughs> In a professional working kitchen, quote unquote, students will spend 60 minutes at special stations preparing different dishes under the direction of Divney chefs. There's no better way to master the tools of the trade. After this interactive session, guests will dine on a delicious five course go gourmet meal at the chef's table. Each dish perfectly paired with prestigious wine selected by the chefs chefs themselves from aprons to appetizers and not that it's not Halloween yet. Uh, the mouth watering crash course is a three hour Epicurean experience not to be missed. Now, this isn't exactly inexpensive, but it's Maybe. totally worth it. The experience will cost you $259 wow. per guest plus tax 
Plus gratuity. You cook. Gratuity is included. <laughs> Call 407 to book a seat at the Contemporary Resort Chef's Table Experience. Space is limited. Uh, the other event, Contemporary Resort Chef's Table Experience, is currently sold out. Got to be in. Everybody got to be in. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah, got to be quick on these tables and one-to-one events. You got events. to, man. Uh, now, we, we, th- we throw these numbers out. It's 250. Yeah. You know. And Apparently, it doesn't scare some people. It doesn't scare a lot of people. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing it. In yeah. my world, that's, that's, a, lot of that's a little bit of money yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, how did you take this news when you I saw it? I did not it? like it. I'm sure I don't like did. it I didn't all. like it either. But it's, it had to happen. They're all getting older. I'll tell you the story, and then I'll tell you my story. About the story. Okay. All right. So Ed Catmull, uh, president of the Walt Disney and Pixar Animation Studios, is set to retire. I kind of don't blame him. He's been around a long time. Uh, He is a Pixar co-founder and current president of Walt Disney and Pixar Animation Studios. And Ed Catmull has announced his retirement. Catmull will end his decade-long career in the animation at the end of this year, but will stay as an advisory capacity through mid-2019, probably to help them find somebody or groom somebody else to do this. Mm-hmm. In Mr. Catmull's statement, he says, quote, unquote, never in my wildest imagination could I have conceived of a path or the extraordinary people I've worked with all of these years. The twists and turns, the ups and downs, along with the exhilarating passion, talent, and dedication that have led to something extraordinary, something that has to has an enduring impact in the world. From the request of George Lucas to bring technology to the film industry, to the vision of Steve Jobs, and the extraordinary freedom provided by Bob Iger, Alan Horn, and Alan Bergman, we continue to dream of stories and ways of making those stories always a surprise. I have the mixed emotions that come with stepping away from a group of people that I love, but I also in the utmost pride and pleasure that we now have at both Pixar and Animation uh, Studio, the most dedicated and imaginative leaders I have worked with, end quote. Now, notably as- absent from that statement is any mention of Mr. Lassiter, mm-hmm. uh, who's set to leave at the end of this year uh, for his reasons or Disney's reasons. Uh, now, Catmull, Jobs, and Lassiter founded Pixar in 1986. So here's my, I guess my thing I remember from long, long time ago. If you listen to any Eisner's books or things like that, when he was hunting down Pixar and trying to convince them to become part of Disney, you know, Disney was their distributor for a very, very long time. And Eisner was really trying to convince them, hey, just stop letting us be a distributor. Come on board, be part of Disney. Right. You know, you do animation, we do animation. I don't know if the intent, and we'd have to get Mr. Eisner on the show to t- ask, I don't know if his intent was to minimize the competition because everything that Pixar put out was always in the top five, right. if not number one. Mm-hmm. And Disney struggled to get that all the time. I mean, they had some hits and they had some flops, so... I think his intent was bring them on so they're not competition anymore. 
They're now right. part of our family, and then we don't have to worry about that. We only have to worry about DreamWorks and, right. you know, Warner Brothers and everybody else that's doing animation. Right. So, I, I don't know. That's my two cents spin on this. Uh, I am sad to see him go because he is the last piece of the founding people. Right. I mean, Lasseter's gone, Job's gone, and now Ed's gone. And if you ever watch, uh, he did some stuff on, oh, God. What is that? Uh, Khan the school of con or whatever con they do like teaching stuff scam well, school no no not scam school it's con it's like a education online education program and they did a whole pixar thing oh, wow. and there's some great stuff uh from pixar in there you know how they do animation right and there was some great in, uh, stuff on there on ed catmull he, he's a really smart smart person yeah i've i've got his book i'm about a third of the way through oh yeah it. i it's dry Good stories, but man, it's dry. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's not. He's for uh, an animation company that tells great stories. He's not a great storyteller. Oh no, he is a technology guy. Yeah. That's his deal. Yeah. He's the guy that. uh, Do you remember the um, the scene in that Star Trek movie where they 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 drop the the bomb on the planet and yes. it, he's the, he was part of that. Oh yeah. The, uh, I can't remember the movie, but it had the animated hand, mm. you know, it yeah. had, that was his project right. in college. Wow. So yeah, he's, he's a tech guy. He's not a story guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's very dry. Very, very dry. Yeah, it comes off that way. In he's the probably book. always one. Hey Ed, we have to make water now for Nemo. Can you tell us how to do that? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let me do the math yeah. on that, and then we get back to you. Uh, we have to do hair on... Uh, Sully. You know, Sully. Can you tell us how to do that? Yeah. We have to do curls on Brave. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's figure that out. Yeah. All right. Um, you still collect the Source of the Magic Kingdom cards? I, I don't. I don't... Mm, we, I should. We've gotten away from it, too. Yeah. Uh, this Source of the Magic Kingdom card, uh, they always do a special card for the parties and Ooh. for the very merry Christmas party, it's a Tiki room inspired source of the magic kingdom card. So November 8th kicks off the first Mickey's very merry Christmas party. November 8th. I heard you. It's a week in a week. I heard you. Christmas in a week. Uh, according to the Disney blog during the event, guests can pick up a special Disney's enchanted Tiki room inspired sources of the magic kingdom card. The limited edition complimentary cards will be available at the firehouse on Main Street USA during the length of the party while supplies last. Mm-hmm. Disney Imagineer Jonathan Ackley shared the special card's backstory saying, and I quote, these charismatic avian performers inspired Merlin to create a new charm to give his acolytes the uh, for the year's holiday celebration. The Disney villains will need to watch out or they'll end up with egg on their faces. Ha, ha, ha. Boy, my ACSs are getting shorter and shorter. Uh, so yeah, that's exciting. That's uh, that's cool. Love those things. Yeah. And uh, I will tell you, if you do get a Halloween or Christmas party card, uh, they're easily sold on eBay for at least fifty dollars. That's how I get rid of mine. And then there's that. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, there's only one I kept, and that was the Toy Story one. All the rest uh, I've sold. Fifty bucks a pop. Understood. That's half my ticket price. There you go. You know? There you go. Anything else you want to add? Uh, nothing on that. All right, guys. We <laughs> want to make sure that you come visit us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. We've got our show archives and links to our amazing sponsors like DreamsByDesignTravel.com. You can also find us on Facebook, 
uh, Instagram and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast and Twitter at Disney a Podcaster. And if we don't see you online, we will see you in, in the, the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a out of the blue, fate steps in and sees you through.